We're here. We're here. We we made it as a family, we, as a group. We, we made it. Made it. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Okay. Incredible. Cool. Everybody clap. Everybody clap. All right. I'm sorry. Give that you're... us a round of applause. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. So now that you can see this man's beautiful face, this this is Anthony Villarreal. Right as he was saying. Um, so what's going on? What, going? Uh, what have you been listening to lately, man? What's what's some what's, what's the kind of music that you're into? What have you been listening to lately? Oh God. Okay. So what I'm listening, what I've been listening to recently, it's kind of a pretty interesting cross section. Um, I've been really about Porter Robinson's most recent record, Nurture. Mm-hmm. Uh, great record from front to back. Uh, Anthony Fontano called it this generation's discovery, which I think is a really bold claim, but after listening to it a few times, I, I'm definitely, I definitely see where he's coming from with that. Right. Um, I've been revisiting some older, some older bring me the horizon kind of nice, stuff i've been nice. listening to we are scientists um i listened to zombie 2 the devil wears prada record yes i, I listened uh, to that as well and that was, was insane yeah phenomenal um oddly enough the week before it came out a friend of mine who lives who just moved to pittsburgh met the drummer for the band at a drum shop and they talked shop for a few minutes Nice. And he sent me a picture, and I was like, I don't know who this is. And then the record came out, and he's like, now you do. And I went, oh, <laughs> you're right, I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God, Kovu. Yeah, I know. I'm sad they, they can't see the kitty, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be That's okay. okay. I, I, um, I can upset him and, and put him in front of him, but not hold him, hold him up. <laughs> um, yeah, so the funny thing about, like, meeting drummers of famous bands, uh, so, the, so our guitarist's stepdad, he travels a lot for work and whatnot, and um, he had to. He, he gave this guy a ride because their, um, I think their van broke down, and okay. that guy just so happened to turn out to be Aaron Gillespie from Under Oath. No and, way! Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was like, like he he was just like, oh, you know what he's doing, and Aaron was like, oh, we're you know on tour and all this stuff, and then of course he had to be like, oh, well, my stepson is in a band and whatever, and yeah, it was. I felt awkward cool. listening to this story, but because he sure yeah. this is this is like you know you want people you know to make connections to these people that are yeah. kind of our heroes, right? That we yeah, idolize. Exactly. You don't want it to be your parents. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want it to be your dad. Oh, who no, goes, absolutely. My not. son's in a band. No, you know? absolutely. Uh, not. You want I, it to be someone else, anybody else. Like I, I would be <laughs> if my father met anybody who he knows that I idolized as a musician. I would be mortified. I I would just have to quit at that point i just right. couldn't i couldn't oh, continue he listens to that that record of yours says the record wrong every day yep. what is it's it just it can only go badly i think you know, there's the no only, world where that goes well yeah i think the only band that he could possibly maybe get correct would be issues on any of their discography but that's still a, a okay um big maybe sure uh issues is my drummers the drummer in my band that's his favorite metal band yeah um, which that's is fun. kind of unrelated where, side note yeah that's kind of where all of our well, not all but a lot of inspiration for our music comes from um nice being, being issues and like volumes and that kind of weird gentle, yeah weird yeah crap uh i've been listening to on the subject of this kind of subgenre of music i've been listening to this band Dayseeker recently yeah dude yeah kinda, you know what's funny you kind of yeah. look like rory Oh no way! You kind of, you kind of. <laughs> I don't know like who Rory. that is because I just found the band. Oh, recently, it's the, it's but... the, it's the vocalist. It's their vocalist. Okay, 
cool. So I look like somebody who's good enough to be at the front of the stage. That's, exactly. That exactly. works for me. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not like the sound guy that no one knows, and he's like just kind of hanging out back there. Um, yeah, oh, no, God. Dayseeker is, has definitely become one of my favorite bands. Um, they are easily one of the better bands in the scene right now. And uh, I just got turned on to them two or three days ago. Oh, um, really? And oddly enough, I was going to cir- yeah, I was going to circle to this when you were telling your story about Aaron Gillespie. Um, a good friend of mine, this guy named Steven who lives down here, he has his own band. that's kind of like a pop punkish band that was going through at one point, some artist development, like sponsored by Aaron Gillespie. Like he, mm. he was kind of acting as a, as a bit of a ghost producer for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's the one who turned me on to Dayseeker. Gotcha. So weird how this is all kind of tangentially connected, I guess. Is that a word? I, I don't. I need to address. I don't know, man. We're trying our best here. Okay. <laughs> it sounded like a really large word that I've never heard before, but I will be happy to say if it is. If it is a word, we could Google this, but I don't think it's worth the the effort right now. Okay. Honestly. Well, okay. Well, um, I, if I didn't have a video capture on your webcam, I absolutely would, but I I will refrain from such things as of right now. I will. I'll. I'll take care of it. Hold on. I can. Got, I can yes. do this. I have the power. Okay. So hold on. You said. I don't t- even spell that. You tang. said so. T A N G E N T I L T I A L L Y. That Question sounds mark? correct. Tangentially, in a <laughs> no. way that relates only slightly to a matter. Yeah. All right. Yes. I'm a genius. Moral oh of the story. God. Yeah. <laughs> You're just you knew words that you had no idea existed. That's it's fantastic. kind of like when you learn to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes. I think it's on brand with that. I, I, anyway. Yes. Um, so why don't I mean I know you wanted to ask me a bunch of questions, but I I this is actually our first time having a it conversation yes, over away, like man. any kind of voice platform. Yeah. Um how did you get started playing music for anybody who might not know the story who's already here and for me, because um, I literally don't know the story. Yeah, for sure. Uh so I actually started out playing guitar when I was like eleven or twelve, maybe a little earlier, somewhere around. Okay. There. I started out playing guitar. And I never gave a shit about it. Like <laughs> I got, I got decent and, you know, I learned some, cause my friend Travis, he was, he took like four lessons and then just took off and self-taught himself. And he's an incredible guitar player. Um, cool. So he just had the gene of guitar playing. Um, I did not. He taught me some stuff like guitar hero songs. That was pretty much all I learned. And then went from there and I had that guitar for like maybe a year and a half. And then I traded my guitar for my buddy CJ's drum set. And so after I got the drum set, it was, it's like a 1970, I don't even know the brand, 1970s old beat up, but it is beautiful in its own way drum set. And um, I just kind of started playing that for the first while. I didn't care. Like, is it? Oh my God. Did you? There is thunder happening, and it's terrifying. I can hear it. Yeah. Oh wow. That's um, loud enough that I your mic picked it up. Yeah. It's I. It, like it hasn't been. It's been sunny all day. Um, Texas, everyone. That's just where I exist. Uh, so I've got the drums, and I kind of didn't really care. It's like I did, but I didn't practice or anything like that. I was young and just like you know, I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and then I had that drum kit. That's the drums exactly, Psychon. Uh, so I had that drum kit and then my, oh, my girlfriend in chat says that it's apparently hailing outside. So that's oh, lit. Oh man. <laughs> I, 
Wow, I've only been in hail once when I lived in Gainesville, and it was for five minutes. Oh, it's, it's I awful. never wanted to experience it again. That it's, sounds like the worst. It's it is the worst. Um, okay, so I'll, okay. I'll try to stop getting my tracker. So uh, I had the drum kit, played on that for a little bit. First song I ever learned was "Back in Black" by ACDC. Just four on the floor, you know, ride, you know, nothing crazy. Um, Absolutely. But the biggest thing was that it came very naturally. Like it, it took almost no effort to to start playing the drums which a lot of people have trouble with um yeah. and then it moved on to three days grace and stuff like that and none of it sounded good I'm, I'm i'm saying i'm playing it but none of it sounded good so i started playing drums there i got serious about it as once we moved to texas and i started on drumline again uh and then yeah i've been playing for like 10 years now i think somewhere around there. okay nice so yeah man that's that's I mean, the fact that you said that you were on Drumline kind of solidifies yourself as like, because I'm listening to Beyond Thieves or Doubting Thieves. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. And um, like your your chops are, you know, hey, they're they're definitely man. there. And the the drum yeah, the Drumline thing definitely ties into that. You know. Oh yeah, and um, I'm I'm working think... on that a lot actually, because I've never been one to like really throw rudiments into my playing. Uh, I I I play mm -hmm. some weird stuff, but I don't go too crazy um I, sure I, I play with what i think fits the song and i you know i could throw some more fills and whatever in there but you know I, I i don't try to go too crazy um but i'm really working on uh so the drummer for issues is mm -hmm. so th that whole band is actually like good friends with we've become good friends with them through doubting thieves um nice and so i've done a bunch of le uh, drum lessons with josh and uh okay he's, he's kind of taught me a decent amount of stuff when it comes to incorporating rudiments into your playing. And sure. that stuff's really important because like, I feel like playing not necessarily the bare minimum, but something that's not super exciting, especially to me as the drummer um, is only going to get you so far. And so mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to really push myself with the new stuff that we're writing and working on um, trash quest. What's, What's going up, on? Trash man? quest. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. And, and I'm working on it and throwing rudiments into stuff is just, it gets really fun and really weird. And you can be really creative with, with stuff like that, with drum, for sure, you know, chops. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the, the drummer in my band, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, it's weird because ever since I met him, I always found it strange, but he's the only drummer I met that exclusively incorporates rudiments into every facet of his playing. Right. Like he's always thinking of how can I throw a Radamacue in this or yeah. her does. And I'm like, I, yeah. I know those words yeah. kind of, <laughs> you know, well, it's funny. like the I idea that know. drum rudiments are all phonetic, you know? Yeah. I don't know what a Radamacue is. So a Radamacue, I'm kind of a drummer, so I can flip, I can explain this. It's flam. Like if you're starting on your right side, it's flam, left, right, flam on the left. Wait, so so flam on the right it's flam on right <laughs> this is so interesting right. for people just listening <laughs> yeah so. people are like what oh what are they saying words <laughs> oh oh okay so it's kind of like a flam tap it's, but you go to the left instead of the right exactly it's okay. and it's if you if you loop them they're basically individual swiss triplets which i don't know if you're familiar uh, with the yes swiss triplet. okay yeah that makes that i can kind of vaguely see that making sense i'd have to see if, if i saw it on a right. sh like sheet music it would totally make sense to me because like i'm really sure. good at reading but when like just thinking of rudiments like that like 
there's one that uh that Luke Holland did in uh in his actually his Skrillex cinema drum cover. It's called yeah. a it's called a Pataflafla. And yes. it's, it's basically just flam taps and then at the very end you so it's like flam and then at the end you do like a left right flam and it, I don't know. It's it's okay. Drum rudiments are so hard to just explain with word yeah if you're not reading them (laughs) they're they're borderline yeah it's it's the worst worst Uh, thing um i i also did i was a percussionist in high school but i never did any of the battery because i was bad i had no chops right and uh i said i have perfect pitch they kind of relegated me to timpani duty um that's just fun i love playing for someone with perfect pitch i'm you have perfect pitch dude i'm so jealous yes i have perfect pitch sorry (laughs) um i i didn't mean like it's it's always it's always so here's the thing I, this is a fun side story i didn't know that having perfect pitch was a thing until i was like 16 years old right. i thought everybody just had perfect pitch oh my god um, imagine imagine thinking such ways yeah <laughs> that that's how i thought about it um the story of how this all came to be was i the first instrument i played was the french horn which is like the stupid, i love it. I, I love french uh, horn I do too, but when I describe it, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, people who don't know music don't know what a French horn is. Yeah. So I played the French horn, and I remember listening to, like, Linkin Park on my iPod shuffle and playing the melody on my French horn badly, but doing it, right? That's so cool. Yeah, and like I I just thought that was a thing that everyone could do. And I, when I started playing guitar, like, a year after I picked up the French horn or two years later, I did the same thing. I mean, once I got my guitar in tune, I spent a lot of time teaching myself just by ear, like, oh, this is a whole step, like how I would do it on my French horn. And I thought of everything as, um, because the French horn is tuned to B flat. So I thought that everything in French horn pitch, like tuned to B flat was what concert pit was. I didn't realize that it was wrong. So when I was reading the from like my fender squire book that came with my guitar <laughs> it said you're tuned to e b g d a e i was like oh well an e sounds like this on the french horn so i had my guitar tuned to like d standard basically <laughs> uh for the first few months of playing and didn't i i didn't know that was wrong you're like why does Until everything i, I play sound off guitar- <laughs> yeah i was like man man maybe these tabs are wrong like who knows you know yeah. um, Lil and cat thank you for the follow and then it wasn't you. until Oh, that's my girlfriend. Hi, babe. Oh, welcome. Welcome I... in. <laughs> she's she's being supportive because she's wonderful. Yes. Uh, shout out to Lil and Cat. She also streams on the internet. And shout stuff. out to Lil. And anyway, back to my story. Trying to like wrap this up. So I didn't realize that wasn't the case until much later. And then I was 16, and we had a club at my school called the Musicians Forum, where it was not just people who played guitar and stuff. It was um uh kill kill we're just kind of interviewing each other because it's right. our first time having a conversation <laughs> right that's what we're doing uh later we'll be talking about some other stuff but for now we're just getting to know each other so anyway like i said trying to finish the story uh we have this musicians forum it's a club where a bunch of musicians get together and show what they're working on or ask for advice yada 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 and some kids playing a trumpet piece and he's like plays through the piece because he's doing it for solo and ensemble and i'm giving him feedback i was like oh when you get to the section where you play this slew of notes uh you should try to do it this way because i used to play brass and that's what i would do right and the the room goes quiet and they go how do you know what notes he was playing the president of the club at the time and i was like that's what he was playing and they're like yeah but do you know the piece and i said no they're like well how do you know that those are the notes i was like because that those are the notes right 
Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing. And he's a senior, and I'm like a sophomore. He's the senior. He's also drum captain. And he walks over to a marimba in the room, and he hits like four chords. And he goes, what chords are those? And I tell him, he's like, oh, well, son of a bitch, you have perfect pitch. And I was like, what is that? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> wait, so, okay, I have a quote. Okay, wait, yeah, hold on. Uh, so you, did you ever, like, study to have perfect pitch, or you just had it? I just had it. Uh, the earliest memories I have with doing anything in music was I sang in choir in church when I was like six or seven years old. And in fourth and fifth grade, I had the same teacher for both years. And every day for like 30 minutes, we just sang show tunes because she had a piano in her classroom. Right, right. As you do. Have a good night, Killalalas. Have a night, Killalalas. Right. We just, Appreciate yeah, you. we... Yeah, thanks for stopping in. And it is a glitch is an energy drink that Black Flame recently partnered up with. Uh, I think there's a yes, promo code if you want to order some of their stuff. I don't know it because I'm bad at this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I never studied to have perfect pitch because I know that a lot of people who do have perfect pitch, like that one kid, Dylan, that Rick Beto does the YouTube videos with, he trained to have perfect pitch from a young right. age, but I right. never did. It, it just happened. Man, that Which must be somehow feels nice. like I cheated. Yeah, no kidding. I feel like you <laughs> cheated. I feel like I'm being cheated right now. I've, dude, I have like I had to go to school just to learn how to even hear harmonies. Like, I damn, this is okay. All right. I, well, I'm, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Man, that's that's crazy um, though. If, so if it makes you feel any better though, just there was still a learning curve to it, you know. Um, like I, it started out, I can identify pitches and I was like, okay, I learned what the pitches were. And then I started trying to expand on that. And I was teaching myself like, oh, this core, like I was hearing chords. I was like, oh, the, like I heard a power chord was always one in five. Right? right. And, but I would still get things wrong, but not from a lack of hearing it correctly, but from a lack of understanding music theory well enough to describe what I was hearing. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Sense. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. I, it's so like i see people like charlie pooth like just mm -hmm. play a piece so he has these crazy not a lot of videos but he has these videos like on youtube with like john mayer and stuff like that and he'll be playing a piano and he'll sing every single note that he's playing as he's playing it like real time even like oh, wow. all of the weird like c sharps and whatever i don't, I don't know what you want to i can't think of right now but just all of the sure. weird jazzy notes and all that stuff he sings it perfectly while he's playing it tismo beans thank That's you for really follow cool. appreciate you what's up tismo beans welcome to yeah. the sound of fire podcast um so yeah he, he'll, hosted he'll... by some schmuck with perfect pitch and <laughs> dr beaker yes yes i i'm i'm just the streamer who doesn't stream and we have this man who has perfect pitch Sorry, uh, I wish we could be more entertaining. His you know? his resume is already way more impressive than mine. So, oh stop! That's <laughs> not true. Your band is at least active. Okay. Uh, that's semi true. Um, okay. All right. Fine. I won't <laughs> presume to know. We we will. Uh, yeah, man. Um. So sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. But um. Sure. So, yeah. So, what's uh what I what is your band's name again? my i'm in a band called yardage yardage that's what i thought it was i'm glad i thought of, the, of it correctly i really uh my favorite game to play is bowling on a beer bottle and asking what note it is oh my god <laughs> that's fantastic um 
so I listened to a bit of yardage when when uh, Trauma told me that y'all were or you were going to be joining me on the podcast. Sure, and I really, thank you. Yeah, of course. I I like the vibe. I like that you have a female vocalist. Um, her voice is super solid. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I, I I don't have like tracks memorized or something, so I'm sorry about that. Sure, but I really liked um, I really liked it, and I, I love the vibe. I thought it was very different and chill, and a good palate cleanser for what I usually listen to, which is just people yelling at me all the time. So all right, fair it enough. Was good. <laughs> what? So what's interesting is like I I joined the band, and I'm, I'll let you finish your thought. But I joined the band, and I was like, oh, it's just a pop rock band. The music will be easy. The music was hard. Right. The music is very like well written to where it has to be tight. You know, it uh definitely caught me off guard. But go ahead and fin- finish your thought. What were you saying? Oh no, I, I was just saying it's nice to like. So the guy that we were going to have uh, a co-host with me is uh, Donatello, the the rapper who is um, right partnered with uh, Black Flame. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't just because life stuff. So, you know, totally understandable. Sure. Um, but I, I, I usually don't I don't listen to a lot of rap. Like there's only a few actual rap artists that I enjoy listening to. Uh, mm-hmm. I listened to him. I actually really liked his trash quest. What's going on, man? Uh, I really liked his stuff. Um, but it made me really happy to see that, like, when he mentioned that we were going to bring you on, like, it was it was just nice to have someone who had good music out there. And I don't have to sure. lie. <laughs> I can't. I don't have to sit here and be like, "Yeah, man, you're you're doing great." And then it's just clearly when not it's true. not your thing, you know. Like it could it could to the guy who appreciates rap, he could be killing it, which he oh, is. Yeah, for sure. I listen to him, and I do no, like his stuff yeah. Is, his stuff but, is sick. But you were like, most rap isn't like your bag, you know? Right. So I'm sure you were excited at the idea that like, I mean, it's a pop rock band, but there's still rock in there, you know. Yeah, so no, exactly. It's, I, can I, still, I, I, I get what you're saying. I can still get the vibe of music that I typically enjoy. Because, I mean, I listen to a bunch of different stuff. Like, I'll, one day I'll be listening to, like, Devil Wears Prada or Issues or um, Volumes or someone else. And then the next day I'll be listening to, like, the 1975 or Chloe MK yeah. or uh, Chapel. You know, just totally different vibes. And For sure, for I sure. Think, I think that's super important. And I also kind of have to listen to country now because i'm in a country band now so that's oh you're in a country band how's I, that um uh, it's cool i mean like I, I don't i don't really like country that much but mm-hmm. when it comes to who is playing shows right now and what makes money so i can pay my bills that's country yeah so that was a really big uh and you know i, I and actually the last guy we had on here jordan um from city of sound you know, sure. we talked about how when people say, oh, I'm not doing it for the money. It's like, that's that's bullshit. Like, you, you want to do this to make a living, right? So you're doing right. it technically for the money. Although that might not be the driving factor. You still want to make money doing this. So, so I, um, Mike, uh, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're uh, good. But this is important to your point. My current boss said something to me, and it was the most profound thing for the working musician I'd ever heard. So I just okay. wanted to share it with you and anybody else who's a musician that might be listening. Yeah. Um, if you're participating in a musical project, right? Uh, it's gotta have, there are three factors involved, right? Uh, the quality of the music you're playing, like how much you enjoy it or how much you're challenged by it, whatever, however fulfilled you are playing that kind of music, um, how much money you're making for your time that you're committing for your craft and how you feel about the people you're doing it with. Right. Right. 
And if you have two of the three, then it's worth your time to do it. Right. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. That's, like every, that's... Every, every single time that always, that math will always check out, you know? Yeah, that's very, uh, that is very true. Um, I feel like though, if, uh, I feel like, I don't know, it's tough because like, you know, you could say if you have two out of the three, you can make it work. But mm-hmm. like, I think depending on who you are, maybe the money might not have to be that it, sure. a part of it. Like if that's just a hobby, like, you know, sure. You're not doing it to pay bills, but I think enjoying the music you're creating is definitely one of the most important things. And enjoying the people that you're with is easily the second most important thing, because I've been in bands with, people that I love with the, which is doubting thieves mm-hmm. and, and the countrymen. I really, I really love those guys. They're great people. And like the music's fun to play live, but I mean, it's, sure. it's country. So it's not as interesting <laughs> as playing, you know, double bass and blast beats and shit. Yeah. But, um, but like I've been in bands with people who I could not stand. Um, and it oh, did yeah. not last long. So I, I really think that like be, cause like one of the biggest things I've heard about being in the music industry in general is being a good hang. And like Mm -hmm. being able to be around other people and not be a douche and like not be full of yourself. And I've been in bands with people like that. And it, it it was like a few months of decent paying gigs. And then it was just over because I I couldn't handle ego like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hear about musicians at the highest level of this, like um, sting, for example, right? Right. Sting. There's a story where sting was referred um, a drummer to fill in when sting went for his solo stuff and he didn't audition the guy he invited him to his house in california for a week to see if he could just stand being around him that makes and then because the referral was like yeah the referral was already coming from such a place where the guy was good enough to take the gig if he wasn't he wouldn't have gotten the referral right so it was just can i deal with you on a tour bus for six months exactly yeah and i think that's that, that 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 is a huge thing like no, I think that's something that people forget about. Like, especially if you're someone who's in a young band and um, you start to make it and tours are being offered. I think you forget that, like, you're like, oh, I have to actually literally live with these people for months out of the year. Yeah. And will I be able to do that? Like, that's a thing that people don't really think about when they start creating a band to make it their profession is that I'm going to have to spend time with you guys for if you, if, I mean, if you're a band who's making good money on tour, you're probably touring nine to 10 months out of the year. So absolutely, you know, you, you definitely have to be able to, to live with them. Sure. And I mean, a lot of people, like it's, it might not be that people don't consider it, but like maybe the things that they, they realize about their bandmates, the things that they can't tolerate about them through continued exposure. Right. And you don't like, not only do you have to live with these people, but you have to be able to conduct formal business with your bandmates because if if a record label comes to you and says we want to sign you when it gets to the negotiating part of that you need to be able to have the adult conversation of hey our friendship is our friendship our music is our music our business is our business right on a very even playing field you know like you can't feel taken advantage of right and you can't feel that you're not valued in the project like all these things that you don't consider at first glance oh yeah for sure because those are the things that'll fold a project you know Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If, if, if one person doesn't feel like their voice is being heard or they feel like, you know, if for some reason the contract isn't right and they're not earning what they think they deserve or something like that, even if it's fair, like that's where a, a possible ego comes in. Like, 
I'm, I know not. Mm-hmm. I know Dylan, our vocalist, isn't like this, but like I'm sure some vocalist on the planet was like, "Oh, I'm the vocalist. I'm the frontman. I deserve more," and they weren't getting that mm-hmm. because it's an equal like business, fair share for everyone. Like you know that can that can just tear it apart immediately. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a lot of people, and then what sucks is that sometimes those things about like vocalist egos, like just as the example you gave, right? They manifest as kind of like the way the project is being promoted. You know, mm-hmm. you think about Paramore, right? Yeah, the Paramore. Haley Williams was the face of Paramore as much as Josh and the other guys were a part of the band, but right, the label really pushed the the fun like power pop rock band with a chick vocalist angle more than it was just a power pop rock band you exactly know? Yeah. holy thing crap was. jeez that scared me silver six oh. thank you for gifting a tier one sub good lord that scared me i haven't heard that notification yet oh my god <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ is oh, that the silver. first like gifted sub in the channel that that I've had while while I was streaming? Silver with the hundred bits too, baby. What's going on? First gift sub, first bits. First hey, silver. silver, thank you for doing that while you're on this stream. We appreciate that very much. Lit. Thanks, man. Alana, what's going it on, is... homie? Oh my god, all the all the mods that I don't know are coming out. I'm gonna get to know all of you very well soon. Hopefully, yes, yes, you, know? you will. Um. Okay, so. On to the thing that I was most excited to speak about and have been for oh, a while. And that is oh, man. Bo Burnham's new special, Inside. If you have not watched it, you are grossly doing yourself a disservice. Uh, maybe not so much for your mental health, but for yourself in general. Yeah, I, I believe that is the case. Trash Quest is a mod at heart. And yeah, 100%. Also, hi, Trauma. Hi, Alana. Hi, everybody. Um, Gonna have a good cry first before you listen. Lil and Cat <laughs> knows what's up, you know? Lil and Cat and I watched it together. And um, after after Funny Feeling, uh, I paused it and I said, Hey, I just need you to like hold me for a second, please. Yeah. yeah. Like um... it was, uh, I, and there were so many moments like that. And like, oh, yeah, dude. it is, it is, it is rough if you're, if you're in tune with like your emotionals, uh, your emotions, or if you've ever had any struggles with mental health, or even it's just relatable the whole way through it, it yeah. tugs at your heartstrings in a way I didn't expect it to, you know? Oh yeah. Well, and like, even uh, so I-, I couldn't think I couldn't put myself in this place because I've been a fan of Bo Burnham for so long. I've followed him since before words, 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 like I've loved him for a very long time as a comedian, as a person and how open he's been about everything. Um, so when he posted on Twitter after not performing for five years and he mm-hmm. posted a picture of a room just in total distress, which was his living room with messes of camera and wires and lights and all this stuff, I freaked out. And then, <clears throat> so I, I couldn't prepare myself to see it without like going in totally blind, like not knowing mm-hmm. who Bo is or anything like that, but I, I will be sad that I can never experience that special for the first time again. Yeah. Because I mean, it is, it's something else, man. And yeah. So that funny feeling, I, I feel like that funny feeling and uh, all eyes on me are the best songs he's ever created ever. Absolutely. Uh, I was actually having this conversation with a coworker. All of the songs in the special feel more like standalone 
songs than they oh, yeah. do as part of a comedy musician's repertoire. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. Uh, they're, they're definitely like they're I mean, like singles. Like they could be like singles yeah. for, for an album. Trashcus keeps using this emo, and I don't know <laughs> what it's from, I, but it's sending me, dude. It's it's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's ask let's ask the fun question. What was your favorite song in the special? Um, okay, so I actually so or your favorite moment in the special, rather. Okay, so I actually I'll I'll put it up on camera. I'm pretty sure you have the stream up. So I bought the album on iTunes as soon as it came okay. out. As soon as he said, "Hey, it's on Spotify and iTunes," I bought it immediately. Um, honestly, dude, like uh, those, those two that I just said, um, which was that funny feeling and all eyes on me are probably my favorites of the mm -hmm. special, but dude, like I like his, the opening song content. I love that song because it's, it's still funny. Like that's so the song yeah. he opens with is still funny, but it's also like, Hey, I'm in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Uh, hi, like, <laughs> right? Like, it's such a good cold open. Oh know? yeah, for sure. And and the fact that like the lights weren't too crazy, um, it was just that one on his face the whole time, and he and then he had the uh the headlight with the, um, disco ball. Like I don't know. It's just I I looked into buying a headlamp and a disco ball after I watched <laughs> that scene. Like no joke. Oh yeah, you were like I thought Amazon. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I was like how to make disco ball at home <laughs> uh, big uh, google so that's from a cop and he's a conjugator of black flame i guess i'm gonna go follow a cop now since i'm meeting all these people for the first time new friends yes, yes. absolutely this um, is what we love to see but yeah um what's interesting to me about the the whole special is there's um there's a lot of theming throughout the entire thing you know right Bo Burnham's always done callback in his routines I mean I've, I've been watching him since words 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 and I yes. watched yo on Bo on YouTube way right back when um where it's because it comes from he comes from such a musical theater background and what I found interesting about and I just had this conversation with with Lil and Kat um god and I'm bad at words all of a sudden it's okay um, he calls back like the you're really joking at a times like this and yes. well, well, look who's inside again, right? Yes. There are certain songs that he never calls back on. It's never right. it's never a theme that's introduced again. And um, I my, here was my thought. Um, the themes that aren't ever introduced again musically is because I think it's almost like a reflection of how unprecedented what we've all experienced for the last 18 months has been. Right. That there was no amount of priming or or introduction beforehand that could have prepared us for what we were about to collectively go through i agree you know i agree except for those feelings that that have manifested in all of us like depression and anxiety mm -hmm. those things he calls back on right but the sense of isolation and stuff never really gets drawn to the forefront again it's, yeah. it's a really clever way of kind of delivering a message and maybe i'm reading into it too much but i i, oh, I feel that like that's actually doesn't there. exist oh you cannot read into this too much i will be studying this till the day i die like <laughs> i will find every hidden meaning and actually so something that i liked about the, the special is that it's not all songs like it's mostly music what just but one thing that is super important in the special is the non-musical parts um Mm -hmm. because he has moments where he's just talking to the camera and and really we should state first of all if you haven't seen it it's it's really a just steady decline mentally for him 
Um, and like, it's tough to watch, honestly, at some points. Um, you see that in the moments where he's not singing. He, I mean, you see it when he's singing, obviously. But when he's just talking... Uh, by the way, we're at 390% Dean's. Um, and like, there's moments where he does like little uh, stand-up bits. Where he, he does the, can anyone just shut the fuck up? And like he does that bit. Or mm -hmm. he does the one where he's uh, he's talking about like pirates and the maps. And he's like, yeah. why would you have a map that's burnt and has coffee stains? How about you laminate it? And like, you can just see yeah. in his eyes how just out there he is or how he was when he wrote that. Cause it's so weird. It's not like a normal Bo Burnham joke. It's just Absolutely. like out there. It, it feels like bad airplane humor almost. Exactly. It does. Yeah. It's because the jokes like really aren't good. They're just kind of there. And like I, I laughed at it because I, it was so ridiculous. But mm -hmm. um, Winterkill, Winterkill, thank, you for, thank you for the sub. And Tismo, you don't have to do anything, man. Just you being here means the world. Hey, yeah, thank you Tismo, for listening. Don't to us. you worry about it, boy. You just enjoy the entertainment of not even us, but just chat at this point. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, you'll go watch Bo Burnham's Insider for this because every I feel like everyone needs to. Um, so yeah, and then <clears throat> and the, the 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 part that really like hurt me the most just mentally and emotionally was not um that funny feeling or uh all eyes on me it was right before all eyes on me when he the first shot is it's like in his the camera's in his kitchen and it's looking out his whole living room and mm -hmm. he's just sitting there and he's trying to say something like so i've been working on this special for a year now i think that's all he gets out before yeah, and he, he keeps just start trying to like start over. He starts he over every it. single time, and then he just loses it. I just got chills thinking about it. He just loses it and just destroys everything. He just throws his camera down, throws lights over, and it cuts. The next shot is him kind of side frame because it's it's basically the camera that you're looking at, but he's inside of the like to the side of the frame, right? And he has the microphone in his hand and his hand over his mouth. And you can see the tears that have gone down his cheeks and just how much pain is in his eyes, like literal just agony his like he he is in. And you can see it in his eyes. And that shit fucking hurt me like a lot mm -hmm. because I love Bo and it sucked to see him like that. But sure. I was like by the time I finished that special, I was like grateful and sad that he had to go through that at the same time. Sound Silver. of fire in your pants right now while we're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, guys, we had a sick hype trade. Thank you so 35 oh subs in like crap. less than like uh, 10 minutes. That was nuts. That was, um, I mean, less than like two minutes. Wow, yeah, that was that was wild. Um, but yeah, Beaker, like you're you're 100% right. And then what was really messed up is I, um, I stumbled across a TikTok that was kind of just doing some discourse around the special. Right. And one of the things they pointed out was, listen, like it's meant to feel this way. Right. But you remember that this is the same guy who made this and he, you have songs like art is a lie. Right. Yes, of course. And then you're like, well, how much of it is, how much of this is performative? And you obviously, it really doesn't feel like it, you know, but once that thought presents itself, that like any of this could just be for the spectacle of it. Oh yeah. For it sure. It becomes like, it just ties it just ties back to the main point of like why like there I remember the rant when he's laying down on his pillow. Yes. He's like, I don't know if uh making the neurochemical drama of our yeah. people 
uh, capital was the right move. And then yeah. if you think about the fact that this could be performance art, right. that's functionally what he's doing with his own mental health, you know? Yeah, well, uh, he has... Which, that's he has... a weird, trippy, fourth-wall thought. Yeah. Deans, gifted another sub, bro. Thank you. Holy crap. We we appreciate y'all's support. This is amazing. The, the fact that this is our first stream... Yeah, this is so great. Like, with us two, who are going to be the main cast of the show now, by the way, he's he's here now for, for good. Um... So I feel like if, if trauma doesn't keep me after this, like he's not watching the same stream. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's he's, Just he's on another this planet. To you, trauma. He's on another planet. <laughs> friends with the ten bits. Appreciate you, man. Um, yeah. So he has that Thanks, whole thing friends. where he's like, I feel like letting our kids become. He he does that whole speech that you were just talking about when he's laying on the pillow, right? And then he right. he's laying there and he's like, maybe that uh, wasn't a good thing. And then he pauses yeah. and he goes, I'm horny and like it's just it breaks up the whole like you you hear this whole like existential crisis of 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 uh social commentary and what the world is and then he just ends it with that and it cuts to another song I, actually i think it cut to problematic after that if i'm not yes. mistaken um so like it's it's just a total roller coaster and yes the the performative side you really have to think about it like is it actually what because in in um in uh, that funny feeling, he says, "Googling derealization, hating what you find." Um, yeah. Oh yes. Ooh, after wait, yes. I gotta, I gotta pause. I gotta stop. Did you Google derealization after that song? Of course I, I did. did. Of course and I, I was did. like, "Wow, I hated this." He yes. was right. <laughs> of course he I did. Was totally correct. Yes, you're right, Lone Cat. Uh, sex thing was after the the horny part. You're you're correct. Um. So, yeah. Um. I absolutely Googled it, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that sucked." Um, and I, I, I honestly think that, um, cause I saw someone talking about it. Uh, I think it was in like YouTube comments on a video and they were like the whole, his whole theme of this special is derealization and like mm -hmm. not realizing that you might not really be here and then finding out that you are like that kind of thing. And they pointed out that, uh, I don't know if you noticed it. I'm sure you did because you. You you paid as much attention as I did. Um, <laughs> when uh, when he's sitting there about to record a song, and the plane flies over his house, and he just kind of takes a deep breath, in the bottom left or in the bottom right corner, right when corner, the the face cam pops up for a, a yeah. frame, and right. that like right there was supposed to be like oh shit like I'm I'm not here because like it's because mm -hmm. really it's supposed to be like you're in this with him, and right. then when that happens, it's something that makes your brain go okay wait this is a screen like this isn't real like you know. I'm not here in this house with him suffering as much as he is. Right. So right. It's, I, it's like the callback to reality it grounds you exactly, for a second. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It grounds you. That's, that's the, I couldn't figure out the words. Um, but yeah, so it's the whole thing is just crazy. Um, I'm trying to convince my girlfriend to watch it. I don't know if she will, but I'm pretty um, sure she's has she ever been a, has she ever been a fan of like his comedy before or anything no and i think that's the problem okay. she's not she's not like a stand-up person she doesn't really like stand-up but i'm pretty sure she's watching right now because i think i can hear us in the living room so lexus uh hello can we watch the special please you have the the pressure of anthony and now whoever however many people are in the chat so hey chad if you think that uh alexa should watch inside please hit us with an emote of your choice <laughs> well, wait like taster's choice you she know? says expose that's her by the way lexi war is my girlfriend oh yeah, that's her. Okay. Hi, Lexi War. I'm Villarino. <laughs> nice to meet your text blue name. You're blue on my screen. 
Um, I have I have a real quick uh, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how seen did you feel? I mean, by the whole special, obviously, but when he did the bit about streaming, how seen did you feel? Oh, how dude. how well researched was that? It like... was it was fucking perfect. Like the fact that it, it he's hurt. like he the fact that he's sick. It's green screened. Like he's in the corner, and he he basically made a video game of, him, of himself. Um, and mm. then like he'll go, Anthony, thank you for the four months, appreciate it. Like it was just like, yeah. dude, what? <laughs> like, he's like, he's also. What I, this is stupid, but he's using different mics throughout the whole thing. Like sometimes oh, he's yeah. using an SM58, sometimes he's using yeah. uh, that weird condens- silver the condenser crazy, mic. He's uh, using an SM7B. Mic. Yes, he yeah, is. He's using the crazy <laughs> SM7B during that bit, and I was the, like, "What the fuck, man!" It's the, the only time he used it the entire special. Yeah, the most used stream mic on the planet. He used for this bit, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And he's got the desk chair, and you know everything. It's it was just amazing it's so well thought out and so beautifully crafted um there are those moments where it's like funny especially if you're a streamer or you watch twitch and you Mm -hmm. see that it definitely makes you laugh your ass off for a whole minute because it's definitely it's a commentary on that whole thing and honestly probably just saying that that's the avenue that everyone took when this started was yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna go stream because I have nothing else. How to many do. people started streaming? Oh my god, dude! This thing. Yeah, insane amount of people. Like it yeah, was which... either, it was either streaming or buying stocks. Like that was it. Yeah, <laughs> those yeah, were your two options. To the moon, baby. That's it. <laughs> those were your two options when the pandemic hit. It was either streaming or buying stocks. Like you take a pick. I wish I would have chose stocks, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I would, maybe would have had an SM7B if I chosen stocks before yeah, streaming. Exactly. You know, Saiken, we appreciate That's... you, man. I gotta sleep. My girlfriend is not judging me to go watch. Also, she says you have a superpower, Billy. The perfect pitch. All the band references are relatable. Great podcast. I'll be tuning in. Second, thank you so much, man. Super appreciate it. Thank you, man. Um, Appreciate that. Also, tell your tell your girlfriend that the superpower does have its drawbacks, which I can get into on another episode because it's really funny (laughs) when your kids figure out playing out of tune on purpose is like a effective method to disarm you. Oh yikes! Uh, Alexa says she didn't start playing video games until the quarantine, which is actually pretty true um we like because i started streaming september i picked the worst day i started streaming on september 11th so like now i have oh, wow. to now i have to celebrate the worst day in america um and <laughs> so yeah and so like she started playing and like we started playing realm and uh she's playing valorant now nice. um yeah so she she's not lying she was one of those people who just just had to start playing video games because that's pretty much all it was yeah i mean does all you all you really could do at that point you know um unrelated and there's god i had a really good point about the special that i wanted to make that was related and i lost it and hopefully it comes back to me in a second now you have your best friends check out how that works exactly um god what was i gonna say oh i'm losing all of my thoughts today <laughs> i'm not used to this oh you got man, it the pressure's you'll, getting to me you'll get it back you'll get it back yeah um God, it was, and now I'm trying to think what I was going to say about about the special. Um, there's a bit in the special that he does, and there's there's lots of bits, obviously. Right. Um, oh, I was gonna mention I was gonna mention problematic. That's what it was. Yeah. I wanted to talk about problematic. Right. Um, so you've been following Bo for a while. Yeah. Um, there were a fair amount of people and this was unbeknownst to me but i went did some digging there were a fair amount of people who were really unhappy with bo um 
when in make happy he dropped the the f slur about himself with the hey bo guess what what you're, you're, yeah, uh, you're not gonna yeah. say it on stream right yeah um where he uh people gave him flack for it but he doesn't really engage with the internet that's always kind of been his thing and so yeah. it never really caught up with him in any meaningful capacity and then problematic comes out right or he does pro problematic for this special and now there's discourse about people asking if he's asking to be held accountable for the thing he did in the other special and or if he's just making fun of the whole idea of being held accountable when the joke was obviously supposed to be at his own expense yeah. um and again i'm not trying to commentate on whether or not he should or shouldn't but he's commentating on the fact that there's commentary about him in that space yeah it's with like all the the cancel layers. culture and stuff happening you know layers upon layers yeah. of like is he talking about this or this or this um yeah no for sure i uh one of the things that i <clears throat> actually kind of one a, a a a lyric that i laughed at and also found um relevant especially in today's culture was the uh when I was 17 on Halloween, I dressed up as Aladdin. I did not darken right. my skin, but still it feels weird in hindsight. I was like, dude, yeah. it's, it's so true because like, mm -hmm. because now, I mean, I don't know about how, who knows with, with Halloween. Um, honestly, I know there are limits yeah. for sure. There are boundaries for sure. Um, like I can't wear a, a chief headdress. That's, that's just not okay. But yeah. like as, as it, dressing up as the disney character i don't see how that would be a problem but mm. who knows at this point like it's just kind of up in the air and he's kind of he because he didn't have to say that like i mean and it could not even no. be true <laughs> like it could be it right. could have just been he, for the bit art art is a lie you know exactly so it yeah all, it goes back to art that is a lie. exactly it's 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 crazy um one that a song that i uh look at these bunch of beautiful human beings yes sir yes sir Dude, i don't i don't see you on this stream i don't know what you're talking about i mean <laughs> never mind we're pretty we're pretty beautiful i yeah. lied I, I i concur um so you mentioned that you had a uh, bezos one as your ringtone it, it, yes it's as, not as my ringtone as my alarm your alarm your when i wake up bezos yeah. yeah bezos one is my currently my currently my alarm dude i cannot stop listening to that song it's so unironically good. right unironically it's so good it's so good <laughs> like it's it's total because he has two bezos songs one of them is like yeah. actual lyrics of, you know about jeffrey bezos and what he has the power of to actually do in a, a minute and a half song the other one is just jeffrey bezos it's just that and right. like and but i think around the time i'm pr probably around the time he wrote that jeffrey bezos had uh left amazon and like that's what was happening when he wrote that i'm assuming because he mm -hmm. has two songs about him so it only makes sense right um, oh yeah it's probably it's probably he left amazon and then he came back or whatever it was that he did or he yeah, moved on i, I, don't, I don't follow know. jeffrey Bezos well enough to know what he's doing but i could care less about there jeffrey some significant life. Bezos events during the quarantine yeah you know? <laughs> yeah i could care less about maybe Jeff it was Bezos like the divorce <laughs> that's the and that's what i was thinking too i was like that's really funny if that's the case uh, dude, Bill looks just like Bobby Poff. Who the hell's Bobby Poff, Shade? I don't, I don't know who Bobby Poff is. All right, I, thank you. <laughs> I'm My curious face. now. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, let's do some googling. I can't do it on the computer. Are but you, I'll do are it on you my phoning phone. it? Okay. I am. Oh no, Bobby. Oh uh, no. Oh, that that's not a good. That's not. <laughs> I don't like that response. Oh, I know. Oh, who this I is. know who this guy yeah. is. Yeah. He's on, uh, is he on yeah, TikTok? Yeah, he plays Warzone and stuff. 
Yes, he's the yeah, he's the Warzone streamer. Oh Andy. yeah, okay, yes, yes, okay. So I'm gonna put it up to my to my it's, camera. It's the stash. This guy. It's oh, just the, this, the fucking saturation. You can't see him. Yes, I I love his TikToks because it's just him like this close to the camera. He's just like <laughs> his face the whole time is just so ridiculous. <laughs> And his, re his reactions are just so amazing um well shade the stash does come and go but i'll keep it around for a while i'm, I'm working I on for the special everyone called him his name jeff bezos and now you guys are calling him jeffrey dude jeffrey is the man except <laughs> not really but except he has way too much money and does nothing with it that needs to be done with it that's just my Listen, thought. But he's not like one of those amateurs like Zuckerberg or Gates or Buffett. Yeah. They fucking suck it. They can okay? suck it, man. <clears throat> Fuck their wives, drink their blood. Uh, come on, Jeff. Get him! <laughs> and then the, the nastiest God. synth line ever. <laughs> oh, it's so good. My favorite, my favorite part. Yeah, Jeff, call it's like when you when a parent calls a kid by their full name. Yeah, it's no, so, for it's sure. exactly that. It's definitely <laughs> it's derivative as fuck. It's awesome. Um my favorite part about the synth line, since you called it out specifically, Beaker, is uh, it's not in key, actually. I believe He's, you. Um, and most of it is. Yeah, most. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. Oh, God. I Here we go. There. Here we go. I, I'm just. Uh, yeah, it's in E minor, right? And the the he goes the da 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 whatever. And the ascending part is F sharp G A B flat. Yeah, it's off. Tritone. Yeah, it's off. I why did I just do that? I could have just talked about it and instead I grabbed the keyboard. What the fuck? Said you had to big dick us and fucking pull out the keyboard. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it, I guess honestly, I'll go away. If uh, someone who's a musician and like understands notes, um, visual learners, uh, who understands notes, because you can okay, tell that there's enough. a note that's off somewhere. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I. I that song is just so good and i i will i will never stop listening to it but uh we appreciate y'all for being here this was an insane start to uh this with the hype train and um all that stuff it's just it's crazy dude this we is this was this was a great time yeah thank you so much i couldn't have asked for a more warm welcome oh yeah um th thanks for like thanks for just chatting man like i'm excited to just keep doing this going forward you oh, know dude yes it's gonna be a lot of fun i am very excited to to have some more conversations all right let me